أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم My dear brothers and sisters, السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Today's day 8 of our activity and the first question for today regarding the Holy Prophet is give one example or story in history where the people of Quraysh recognized the good profile and reputation of Prophet Muhammad even before he announced himself as Prophet. So the key uh, part of the question here is before he announced himself as a prophet and there could be multiple stories here and the story that comes to mind is that is a story of Al-Hajr Al-Aswad, the black stone um, so let me give a little bit um, uh, background of the black stone that exists as you know in the whole it is a it is a black stone from paradise that is that has come directly from Jannah and has been placed um, in the, uh, uh, on the Holy Kaaba, so it is very blessed. Um, it is said that the Hajr al-Aswad is whiter than milk, uh, 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 and the sins of man has blackened it in some hadith. Also, um, in another hadith, um, that the Holy, the, the, um, Holy Prophet has, been, uh, has said that verily, the Hajr al-Aswad and the Maqam of Ibrahim are two precious stones from among the precious stones of Jannat. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away its nur. Had Allah not taken away its light, then these two would have brightened up the east and the west. And the west. So the exact location of the Hajar al-Aswad, the black stone, is at the east corner of the Kaaba. Usually you'll find the Hujjaj, the, pilgrim, the pilgrims, stop at Hajar al-Aswad. They kiss the stone and they say, Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Uh, uh, the stone looks, uh, uh, you know, it's like polished black and shining and there's rarely a time when no one is touching it. Uh, it's one of the most, you know, um, demanded areas or, or high traffic areas in the Holy Kaaba. Inshallah, you all get, a, get an opportunity to perform Hajj and to embrace and kiss the, 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 the black stone, which is a stone from heaven. And interestingly, um, we have a hadith which says that uh, Umar ibn Khattab, you know, he himself came to kiss the stone and he saw, he, and he said to everyone in front of him, he said, no doubt, I know that you are a stone. He's addressing the stone. No doubt, I know that you are a stone and, and can neither harm anyone nor benefit anyone. Had I not seen the Prophet kissing you, I would not have kissed you. Narrations say that Imam Ali responded back to Umar saying, this stone, Hajar al-Aswad, can indeed benefit and harm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that he created human beings from the progeny of Adam and made them witness over themselves and asked them, am I not your creator? And upon all the, upon this, all of them confirmed. So, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote this confirmation and this stone has a pair of eyes, ears, and a tongue. And it opened its mouth upon the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who put that confirmation in it and order to witness it to all the worshippers who come for Hajj. So essentially, you know, we, we take we, the take-home lesson from this is, you know, that for those who argue that, you know, don't go to the graves and kiss the graves or you're doing, uh, you're worshipping uh, these uh, shrines or these uh, physical objects, actually, the Hajar al-Aswad is a clear sign in front, of, in front of all the Muslims for those who go and embrace the Hajar al-Aswad in um, um, and when they go for Hajj or Umrah, then why not embrace the holy shrines of the infallible Imams Islam? So going back, not to digress away, but I like to give inform uh, uh, you know good information as well when I whenever I have the opportunity. But the story goes that 
during the time of the Holy Prophet, the Kaaba became old and collapsed due to heavy rain. So the rebuilding was started. Uh, the people at the time needed to rebuild the Holy Kaaba. And the work progressed well enough until finally it was time for the Hajar al-Aswad, the black stone, to be, to be placed back into its location on the Holy Kaaba. Each quarter of the Kaaba was being built by one family or tribe of Quraysh, uh, you know, the big one of the, the big and prominent tribes of Mecca, because as you know, during that time, the way, uh, the way that the uh, communities were established were essentially they were, it was a tribal system. There, there was, it was based on tribes. People came from tribes, so people were often known, which tribe did you come from? You just like, for example, in India, people are known to come from a certain caste. Likewise, uh, at that time, the Arabs were come were come from tribes. There were some tribes that were that were not known, and there were some other tribes that were noble tribes, big tribes that were known. Just like here, we have like people coming from big families. So each family of Christ felt the honor of placing. They wanted the honor to place the black stone, you know, uh, in its place because they wanted the honor to belong not just to them but their tribe. Okay, so there there happened a disagreement, you know. Uh, an altercation, uh, you know, um, a discussion, a heated discussion, which tribe will take the honor of, of placing the black stone. And the, and the disagreement heated, led to, led to a lot of argument and shouting and abuse. The members of each family, of the big families, were thinking that a war, the civil war could start because of this issue. None of them was willing to change their position. They were stubborn. And they actually regarded it as a great insult, insult if they didn't have that special honor of putting the black stone back into its place. One member stood up and said, I have a suggestion. Let us wait till tomorrow and see who enters the Masjid al-Haram first in the morning. Then let him decide. So all of them agreed since that sounded like a good suggestion. So they anxiously waited next morning to see who would be the first person to come and enter the Kaaba. Suddenly, they heard footsteps heading towards them. It was none other than Muhammad, son of Abdullah. Everyone, of course, knew him. They loved him and admired him because Muhammad earned a lot of respect at such an early age. So with a loud voice, everyone said, Here comes Al-Amin, here comes Al-Amin. This, of course, was before, way before the time where Muhammad was officially inaugurated as a prophet, or that he announced himself as a prophet. He, at, that, at that time, he was just Muhammad. He was he was known as As-Sadiq Al-Amin. As-Sadiq, the trustworthy. Al-Amin, the trusted one. Uh, so when they saw oh, they saw him walking through, you know, they almost didn't believe it, uh, their eyes that it was none other than Muhammad, the person who they had so much respect. Uh, and they trusted him. Uh, and uh, he was surprised to hear of that title, which they called him. He was told about what the people... Then the people told him what the, what the people of Christ were fighting about. And um, then everyone thought his family was going to be favored. Their hearts were beating and they were anxious. What, what would be the decision that Muhammad would, would, uh, would make at that critical moment? Then this is what Prophet Muhammad did. He, put his, he took out his robe and he put it on the floor. He, he spread it out and he took the sacred black, black stone the Hajar al-Aswad, and he put it in the center of the robe. And then he said, he, he made this announcement, that the chief of each family, of each tribe, will take one corner of the robe and lift it together. 
So in other words, what he's offering as a suggestion, as a solution to this problem, was that by putting, by placing the robe in the middle, uh, no one would, no one specifically would be carrying the black stone. However, the black stone would sit in, uh, in, in, in a robe, and every head of tribe of these big tribes would come and hold one, uh, one uh, um, tip of the, of the robe. Okay, so hence this would allow multiple. Uh, people to hold the robe, uh, uh, which would represent multiple tribes, and with that, each understood that this would actually be an example of justice in sharing in the honor of carrying the black stone. And this showed actually how Muhammad's intelligence was exceeded far beyond those around him, and it showed his great capacity as a leader to solve difficult problems with such ease. So when the robe with the black stone was lifted to a reasonable height, Muhammad took the black stone with his holy hands placed it in his proper place by his own hands, and no one felt insulted, and each had his share of privilege and honor, and this solved the problem that existed at the time. And had it not been from Prophet Muhammad, there could have been a civil war, there could have been fighting and people being killed. And so this was, you know, a story of honor for the Prophet, um, and a story that is in his CV, in his resume, even before he became officially inaugurated as, as a Prophet. And the second question for today regarding Imam Sadiq give the name of two Sunni scholars who have either attended Imam Sadiq's lectures or studied with him. So we actually had touched upon, upon this a couple of days ago, if you were listening. So this is also kind of testing your knowledge. Two examples are Abu Hanifa, who is the founder of the Hanifa school, as well as Malik ibn Anas, known as Imam al-Malik, among the Sunnis who is the founder of the Maliki School of Thought. And as we said, that two main leaders who lead um, the schools of thought under the Sunni um, um, school, if you want to call it, um, they they were students of Imam Jafar al-Sadiq Hence, we do find certain similarities in, in among the Islamic law and um, even like the way that some, uh, some of the followers of, of Imam Malik pray, they pray with their hands down, and that is because they share, there's some overlap in some of the fiqhi matters, the Islamic law, because the, um, the teacher, their teacher, was none other than Imam Jafar al-Sadiq May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless your participation and reward you for living with the Prophet Imam al-Sadiq every day. وجزاكم الله خير والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته